What's good, podcast? Drake Talks coming at you live with another episode. Now, today, we got Tyler back on, a.k.a. Flipping It. I'll put his uh, Instagram handle in the description. But anyways, uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's up, everybody? Uh, hope everyone's having a good day. Uh, ready to get into this podcast and answer some of uh, Drake's questions and have a good time. How old are you? 18. All right. Yeah, he's 18. I'm 19. Um couple of young guns just run the show yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you uh know. all right so um i had him on my podcast what was it a few months ago yeah i think it was like a month ago a month yeah. or two something yeah in there. um but yeah that was that was a kind of a ways back you know um that yeah, was a little bit that was before you, you you really went crazy on the books am i right i mean you you were already doing the books but you weren't doing them um as hard as you are now am i right or am i wrong yeah yeah that was i think that was probably february or so we recorded that which was only my second month doing books right now i'm in month four so i'm mm-hmm. kind of getting the process better and able to source a lot more books because i just know more know what i'm looking for better so i've just been and able to do know, a lot more yeah i just want to know um what is your your schedule for sourcing books look like like not a, not a specific time or anything, but just like your routine for when you're going to source books. What do you do? Yeah, so I'm still kind of working it out. I've been working on it for like the last, since I've been starting books. But basically what I do try and do the most right now is source and then ship out the next day. Like that's a big thing for me is getting the books one day and then having all my books go out the next day. Like mm-hmm. that's what I've been really focusing on. But as for... Like days, I kind of just go whenever. I try and get at least three or four days of actually scanning books and buying books, and then the rest of uh, shipping them out, and then um, garage sale days on Saturday, and then Sunday I kind of just relax. I still do, Um, but like I just relax a little bit. So that's kind of like a day-to-day, like three or four scanning, buying. One day I'll kind of get a catch-up day on shipping out, and mm -hmm. then Saturday garage sale, Sunday relax. So uh, with garage sales, what's it like to go there and scan? Like I've heard of people who go there and they say, hey, they ask the price of the books before they scan. So they can't 100%. see that you're scanning and try to try to screw you. Is that is that pretty true? Yeah, I always ask before just well because of that reason and just to actually know what they're looking at. Because I've had a couple sales where they're like, oh, there's three dollars a book or $5 a book. And then if there's like not that many, I honestly won't even bother. Those are just way overpriced. And then sometimes people will be like, Oh, 10 cents a book. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm going to take a whole bunch (laughs) of them. Then I've had that. So you always want to ask just to first know how much the books are, but yeah, I I think it does help. People don't like for whatever reason that you resell it, I guess. I I mean, I understand a little bit, but it's like, you want to get rid of it and I want to take it. So it's like, I don't know. It works hand in hand. Exactly. It's just the people, they, they'll get mad at you. And I'm like, all right, then sell it on Amazon. Like, I don't know. How. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's like they, they, they don't want, these. yeah, they don't want to spend the time and learn how to do it themselves. Yeah, but it's but a if, little uh, different with books because books is kind of like just for a regular person to just like, oh, I want to sell this. It's a lot easier to sell it something on eBay or Mercari or something than yeah. on Amazon. So books is like, mo- I don't really ever have time or not. I don't really have many people like jack up the price on books because they just it's hard to sell on amazon yep. and then but for like 
clothing or sometimes like electronics i'll ask them oh, yeah. and then i'll like scan it and see how much it sells and like oh how much is it selling for and like Fuck they'll man. jack up the price and i'm like yeah <laughs> i saw uh your instagram story and there's a yeah. sign like check us out on ebay that was a thrift store that was a thrift yeah. store. i've never seen that before i was like Dude, it's uh... just it's just gonna get worse like come yeah on. I know. Yeah. They, I mean, I was still able to get some good stuff there, so they don't take everything. But because mm-hmm. I, I got like five video games there, which is pretty good. They were like a buck eighty a piece. So uh-huh. like it nothing, shouldn't matter. Crazy, but like when you're at a garage sale, like they're trying to get rid of them. But then when they see I that know. you're gonna buy a ton of them, they should get happy and not like je- yeah, it's, it's jealousy, usually, man. Usually they do. Usually they do. I've. I mean, I was just at the. Okay, I've had a couple people where they're like, "Oh, we don't want scanners," but like, they kind of they don't they let me scan through it, but they're like eh, kind of eerie about it. But like, some people love when I come in and like scan because they know I'm gonna be spending some money. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm helping them out, and like they appreciate exactly, that. Exactly, man. But some people they're like, eh, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I just like scan them." They're like, "Oh, oh yeah." Okay, you want to get into the book questions? Uh yeah, just after this last cool. one. What's it right, like? Yeah. Um, what's it like? Um, scanning like the responses in thrift stores and in different places. Like, do you encounter a lot of weird interactions with people that see you scanning? Yeah, a lot of the times people will just say because they don't know. Like, people don't really know what I'm doing. So yep. most of the times they just like are curious. It's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I have to ask, what are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, I scanned the books to see how much they sell for on Amazon. It's like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then, like, kind of done with conversation. Yeah. Um, I've had, like, a couple people that, like, gave me a hard time for it. Like, oh, well, how are you even making money doing that? Like, you know, because they just oh, don't know, bullshit. really. But, like, I just kind of, like, shrug those guys off. I don't really mind. Like, yeah, but you ever encountered workers ever coming up to you? Uh, yeah. Oh, but a lot of the workers, as I said before, they, they like when I come in because I'm spending money, so yep. they like it. Like, I just spent a couple, like, a 150 bucks today on books or so. Yeah. So they like That's that. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, man, I don't even know what I want to ask. Uh, you want to ask? Something... Yeah. So for books, when you're listing, I've seen, do you follow uh, Romer the Romer on Instagram? No, I don't. Uh, this dude, he lives out of his car and drives across oh, wow. the country. And... Oh, I think I think I've seen him. I've seen him before. I've he did a, a he did a podcast with Reezy. Okay, so, that's where I probably saw him from. Yeah, this dude's dope, and he says he lists all of his books as used good, and if they yeah. are in bad condition, he puts acceptable, and that's it. So like, hundred percent. That's what I do too. Used good for all. Mostly. Yeah, I I I'll always. It's just so much faster than yep. trying to because like. I had a person at a resale meeting uh, with the Peer Hustle podcast meeting, um, Latin Pickers. Um, I picked his brain a lot there, and he was telling me that to just do use good because when someone's buying the book, they're just buying the book. They barely even check the condition. Yeah. It's like use good, and then it's just you can create a template. Okay, this is a thing that you can do – that's that will speed up your listening process is you just create a blank template split uh for every single used good book so you'll say like oh it has like minor scratches or tears or whatever and then like it may have some writing in it it may have a different cover and then you could just use that and cycle it through each used good book instead of individually like looking at each book like oh this one has a page 
like slightly folded in the top right corner, yeah. like because it just takes so, way too long if you do that. So you just, so you you just, just have, put it across the board, just like it may yeah, have for this, all it may have books. this. Yeah, all uh-huh. your books. You just say um, has minor scratches or tears, um, may have some writing, may have a different cover, and then just list it up on the uh, for each all across all of your books for used good, and then what used is- acceptable. It's like. I don't know. I barely do use acceptable either because I just won't buy the book most yeah, of the time. Yeah, that's true. I, that's true. If it's in bad condition. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you just stack them up and ship them off in a box, or do you like polybag them, or how do you do the shipping? For that the warehouse. Right now, I'm bagging the books. I have like a sealer. Um, I don't. Uh, before when I first started bagging them, I would heat gun them down to like make it like a look like it was factory sealed. Um, but that just takes way too much time. So now I just bag them. And the biggest reason I do it now is because it's slow. Like it doesn't, it's not the most efficient, but but it'll get me good reviews. So I'm kind of just hoping for that to try and get my Amazon account, like getting some good reviews in. Cause I'm just started on Amazon. I'm only four months in or five months in. So I want to try and get like a nice account with good reviews, hundred percent feedback. So at right now, I'm just bagging them so I can get some good reviews. That was going to be my next question. Um, what are your yeah. reviews and like feedback looking like? It's, if you share. it's, it's, um, it's good, but there's not many. I've, I have only 12, 12 feedbacks and it's all five stars, but only 12. And I've been selling for like the last five months. So yeah, but that's the the, people don't Amazon review, now. people yeah. don't review on Amazon. So it's, it's difficult. So I'm trying to, do my best to reach and kind of go the extra mile with the bagging process to get some good reviews. What kind of bags do you use? So I just use the, I posted a video about what I use. It's just the impulse sealer and then this polyphane. It's not like an actual poly bag, so it can vary for each book. So I kind of just impulse seal it down. I, I posted a video on my Instagram if you want to look. Yeah. Um, but so I can kind of judge. So if a book is like, I don't know, 12 inches, it can work. Or if it's like six inches, the same process will work instead of trying to just get like a six by eight poly bag. Cause that's like only will fit one size book or something. I'm kind yeah. of just making up numbers, but you know, so it's like, it's flexible. So that's kind of how I do it. And, and uh, just how, how much is the impulse sealer? It's like 30, 30 bucks. It's, oh, it's not, pretty not cheap. Bad. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. You what can about get, the polythane or whatever? That's like thirty four bucks for like a huge roll of like, I think it's like five hundred feet or something. Like it's a big roll, and it'll, it'll last you probably five five hundred books, six hundred books. Damn. All right. So it, it's a it's a it's it's cheap. It's pretty cheap. I haven't and done the full math, but yeah, it's pretty cheap. So your basic guidelines um, are they under one million rank? I go up to one point five million rank. Um, okay. Most you'll hear a bunch of other people say a whole bunch of other things, but I yep. feel comfortable at one point five. If you're pushing over that, two sometimes if it has a good, okay, because it also factor in e score. It's not just the rank um, as well. So if it has a good e score at like one point eight, like a of twelve or above, usually, I'll uh, I'll get it. But if it's under that, like if I see like a three e score at one point eight, or do you want to stop? My phone's ringing. I don't know if you can hear that. No, it's fine. Do you want to cut it or no? No, it's fine. Keep going. Okay, cool. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to answer it. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, anything like 
is usually where I sit at. So going more on the e-score. I want to I okay. know more about that. So, so the e-score is um, basically how many times the book has sold in the last six months, mm-hmm. uh, in a six-month time frame. So if it sells like 151 plus, it's kind of how – that'll be like the super low-ranked books. Like usually under 10,000 is 151 times or over 151 because it doesn't go over that. It only shows you up to 151, and then yep. as it goes higher in rank, the e-score will go lower. Um, so if I can get like 10, I'd said, uh, in a six-month period, that's kind of what I like to see because it gives you a chance to like win buy box and sell your books. Um, so anything under that, it's kind of like, eh. like once it sells like three times in six months, uh, I, that's kind of like a risk buy because you don't even know if it'll even sell before you have to pay storage fees and stuff like that uh-huh. um so i i usually try and look for 10 that gives you like a good understanding like it's selling it's people like the book 10 and up on like high rank books um yeah. so if there's like a three hundred thousand rank book with like an e-score of like eight which is rare i'll still buy it because it's got a good rank um so it's like e-score is like second of rank for me personally i don't know how other people do it but I, I usually look at the rank first. If it's a high rank with a high E score, then I'll buy it. If it's high rank with the low E score, I'll pass. And you were refer, uh, referring to like 1.8. What's that? So 1.8 million uh, rank. Oh, all right. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, rank. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you know Amazon's ranking system? Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay, good. If, if people don't know, Amazon has ranking systems. They rank all their things in certain categories from one to, I think, books it's like 60 million or something like that so like 1.8 is good of 62 or 60 whatever million so that's why i'm good with 1.5 because that's still top i think like six or eight percent or something like that so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still good there i like i like getting 1.5 for me to answer 1. your question <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh 1.5 and under rank yeah and uh shoot for 10 and up on the e-score yeah, e-score is like you don't. I would I wouldn't worry too much about e-score, but if it's if it's a high rank, that's when you kind of factor in okay. e-score. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I see a lot of people uh, looking at like Keepa, right? Is that yeah? Keepa started I, charging, right? Yeah, I I got Keepa. Um, I wouldn't worry about it too much for books because you're buying so many. It's more for like RA stuff and OA stuff to kind of see if it sells. But I, I have never looked up Keepa for a book. Um, what, are just, go-to, what are your go-to? What are your go-to apps? Okay, Scout for the IQ. apps. Yeah, I'm a Scout IQ person. Okay. I I really like it. It's very simple. I started off on, um, I think it was Scoutify. Yeah, Scoutify. I just used the free um, trial they did, and then when that ended, I stopped, and then I used the free trial on Scout IQ to see which one I liked better. Um, they, um, if you don't know, you can try both 14 days, I believe is what it is. Um, see which one you like and then pick one, which is what I did. And scout IQ is just so much simpler to read, but like it's straight to the point. You can see what it is. It's very clear. And I just like the way the interface works better. So I just use that. Um, and then for my scanner, I use, uh, Opticon 2006 scanner. It's about, it'll be like 180 to 190. But if you don't want to pay that price, uh, the EYOYO, That's I think what is I that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Those are like $40 scanners. Those work just as well. They're just bigger and bulkier. But 
they work just as well if you're not looking to spend a whole bunch of money on a scanner. Mm-hmm. And then Anything actually, else? yeah, for listing, I use Inventory Labs. Um, it's just so much easier to create shipments through Inventory Labs. It's 50 bucks a month, which is a little bit pricey, but um, it's well worth it for me because you're sending in like five, whatever, four or five shipments a week. You can just get it. The whole process is so much faster on Inventory Labs. You just scan it in and then it kind of determine a price and then um, enter. You can uh, do uh, box contents. Because for Amazon shipments, you have to like tell what tell them what's in each box, so that's yep. a lot simpler. They make it super easy on Inventory Labs, uh, but those are the only apps that I use. I use Scout IQ to scan, Inventory Labs to ship, and then Dope. the scanner as well. Yeah, it's, so that's, it's really easy to start up. You don't need much, which is which is why it's great for beginners. And another thing, uh, why it's a huge thing that I personally really like it is because you're ungated, and a lot of books like. I think 98% of the books you'll probably be ungated in, uh, which is a huge thing when you're first starting on Amazon. Like if you go into Walmart and try and do like uh, RA on toys or something, you're gated and all that stuff. So for me, it was just a no-brainer to start with books. Um, how much does Scout IQ's uh, premium membership? Scout IQ, like um, you, can get, you can get just the regular uh, b- version of it without the database. I think it's... Nine ninety eight. Don't quote me on these numbers, but I think it's like ten bucks a month. And then if you want the database version, I think it's thirty five bucks a month. That's worth it, though, right? I it's I so fast. I use the database. It's it just helps you scan through all the bad books way faster because yep. the live version it just takes long. It takes a long time to load it in. And the thing that I really uh, wanted it to get it for because I don't know how well you follow me, but like my first sale I went to. Um, I w- didn't have any service at all, so I couldn't even scan at all. So that bummed me out a lot. Damn. This was before I had anything. Like I was just using Amazon Seller Central. Yep. So I literally I couldn't scan it. I was just like, I don't know what to do. So then I ended up just talking to a bunch of people, which which this was my first sale. So I kind of just like picked people's brains instead of buying stuff because like I didn't have the right stuff. Yep. Um, so I just picked people's brains, and then after that. I was debating on whether I want to have the database or not. And I was like, no brainer because this sale, like I just felt hopeless. I was like, there's so many books here. They're only a quarter each. And I was like, I could have bought a whole bunch, but I didn't have the database and there was no Wi-Fi or service. So I was like, mm, looks like I'm getting the database. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to like, get into like the okay. numbers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Hit me with so <laughs> I, I don't want to get too like personal with like numbers. Yeah. And, like, things but um how have you seen growth with just you know doing whatever you do like day-to-day sourcing and shipping like how do you see your growth and you know those kind of things like do numbers keep improving or do you have like rough rough couple days and things like that yeah the numbers the numbers are definitely improved over the months that i've been doing it just because um i just know more like i just learned from what my mistakes is and i'm doing better uh, my first, I guess we can get into the actual numbers. I think my first month, I only sold like five books. My very first month was like the back half of the month. I like didn't know what I was doing. And I just listed some MF, uh, Merchant Fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I just sold some of those. So I made like barely anything. The second month, I was still like learning the process. And I didn't know what I was doing. I probably made like a thousand bucks probably selling books the whole month. Uh-huh. And then the second month was pretty good. I think it was probably 
oh, it was, I think it, I posted a picture. I think it was like 4,000 something, I think. Net? Or net. gross? No, no, no. These are gross. These are gross numbers. Uh, I, it's kind of, it's difficult to do net um, with the books. Because is there it a just way varies to, like, on each figure one. Figure it out. You could you could do it through um, inventory labs. I think does it, it calculates it all for you. But mm-hmm. as I first started, I didn't know what I was doing, so I didn't enter any buy costs. So all my numbers are off. I I do them manually through it, but I haven't figured it out yet. And then this last month, I hit uh, eight thousand on Amazon with books. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah it, it was pretty doubling. crazy. Yeah, double. So hopefully, I can double this month. Nah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> what are some we'll mistakes see. that um, you, like, would go back and, like, change or some mistakes okay, so that you wouldn't another, make? Yeah, another thing I forgot to mention with the apps um, is a repricer. I forgot to mention that. I used that as well. Um, that was, like, the biggest mistake I made. I didn't know. Like, I've never used a repricer before on yep. anything. So, What's the name of that the, uh, uh, I repricer? Use, I use reprice it. Um, it's just what I was told was was a good okay. repricer. How much is that? It's if it depends. Um, zero to five hundred listings is nine ninety nine, I think, and then five hundred and one to two thousand, I think it is, is uh, sixteen bucks a month. So it's and probably then best so to go on 16. and so on. I mean, when you're first started, I would probably just stick to the basic version because the first yep. month you'd just be paying an extra, probably nine bucks because. I I wasn't able to hit over 500 my my first couple months, and then this last month I just upgraded to the the higher one. Right. So yeah. um, that's 1600 bucks. Reprice it. Uh, I just completely had my repricing settings wrong. Um, like what was happening was, I would have a book. I would list it for let's say 23 or something, and then the, what I did wrong was I would have it go down a percentage of the price, like. Uh, to undercut the person by a certain percentage. So then it would just tank my book to like eight bucks or nine bucks. <laughs> and I was like, this is a, th- this is a 20, whatever I said, $23 book. Why is it yeah. selling at nine bucks? So that was just, that kept happening. And I, I lost money. I did lose money. So what are you doing now? To like now, do okay. That? Now to fix it. Okay. So what I was doing was just under percentage and then cutting it off at a certain price. So like yep. they wouldn't reprice under $9, which was another problem that I had. Um, so it would undercut a percentage, but wouldn't go under nine dollars. And then now, what I do is you only undercut them by a penny. Um, another thing that um, uh, Latin Pickers told me—that's his IG. Definitely go follow him. He's super, super smart. He's destroying the, the book games. Yeah, that Latin Pickers guy's super smart. Uh, he he buys Gaylords of books, so he he got a whole certain different process. But we'll get there one day. But not right now. Right now, I'm just scanning. But yep. he he um, is super smart. He's been doing this a long time. He told me just to undercut by a per, uh, by one penny, and then um, kind of get rid of the by a certain number. Like don't um, have them reprice. Okay, well, I'm trying to say this better. You know the nine dollars I was saying. Like just get rid yep. of that. Yeah, just get rid of that, and then just undercut by a penny, and then it should be a lot better. And I saw a huge improvement this the day i changed that i um tripled the numbers of what i did the first day because my books weren't getting repriced under nine dollars so all the books that were listed at like 8.99 which like for small paperback books there's still profit like two or three bucks profit depending on the book so like all of those sold which was super great 
which so I got a huge increase in sales just by changing that to one penny and then getting rid of the the uh, lowest uh, repricing number. Uh, I saw a huge increase in sales, so that was super uh, useful information oh, that he gave oh, me. Oh, so so you originally had it like a minimum. You set a, yeah, uh, yeah, like a, okay, a yeah. Minimum of Sorry, right. well, I wasn't explaining that well at all, but yeah. So like they wouldn't go under nine. So my items that were like listed at eight fifty weren't getting repriced. Basically, I yeah. so I explained that horribly, and I'm sorry, but no, that's fine. Yeah, that's what was happening. So then I change it, and then all those sell because they were what was happening is that they were super low rank. So I was willing to take less money for them, like a buck eighty to two bucks, but they weren't even selling. They were just sitting because they're super low rank. So other people's were selling, but mine wasn't being able to compete with their prices. Yep. So they were just sitting in inventory, and then I change it, and then they sell. Because they were able to get repriced, so that I saw a huge increase in sales because of that. Um, so just undercut a penny worked well for me. Take me through the shipping process. To, yeah. All right, let, this okay. is going to be the last little um, section of this this podcast. Just well, like we can the go shipping. Okay. Um, I, got, I got a shit. <laughs> you got a ship? Oh yeah. Okay. We could we yeah. can take a break if you want and come oh, back no, to it's it. Good. Just just no, just keep going. Okay. So like well, shipping, like take you through it. Okay. Um, so what I do, um, I scan the books, I buy them, I bring them home. Um, what I'll do is I'll usually just like stack them, uh, like from where I bought them and like how much they cost. Barcode so, like, up? Kinda, uh, no, 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 not barcode up. We're not, we're not there yet. Right. <laughs> um, what I do is, cause then you have to take the stickers off, which is a pain. I don't like that. This is the worst part about it, but it, sure. it's not a big deal because you just have to take off all the pricing stickers clean off the books a little bit, unfold any pages that were potentially like folded and then kind of prep them. That's like a, the number one thing I do. You start with that, you prep them and then how? I bag all of them. So, okay. How, so, how do you prep? Okay. Yeah. I'll explain better. Sorry. Um, so to take off all the stickers, you use a Scotty peeler. Uh, you can just buy them on Amazon. pretty cheap. You just take off all the stickers. Uh, what I do is I just kind of have a towel and I just kind of do like a dry little towel rub over all of it. Um, get like any dust off of it, take off all the stickers. If there's any sticker residue, I have another ta uh, rag that I spray some goo gone on or dip some goo gone in and then just rub it off. Use the Scotty peeler, get all the sticker goo off, uh, kind of clean it up and just make it look nice. Um, so that's kind of how I prep all my books. So then I'll prep all mm -hmm. of them, uh, go through all of them, and then I'll bag all of them with the impulse sealer, uh, which you can or cannot do. It's up to you. I do it, as I said before, for the reviews. And I just, it protects the book. Because now the book won't open up. That's another reason. They won't yeah. open up in transit. If, like, an Amazon person's pulling it off the warehouse, accidentally drops it, it won't damage the book. Got That's you. another reason I do that. Um, and it just keeps it safer. And then, so I'll bag all of them. And then I'll put them on another little table I have. And then I'll um, scan them all into inventory. So I have a... A scanner on my desk um, that's like a port, like basically like the scanner you use to scan uh, at grocery stores. You know, they have those little gun scanner yep. things that they use. And what's it called? Where can someone get one? It's just generic table scanner. I don't, I don't, it's not, there's no certain brand. It's like $15. It's super cheap, like scanner. Amazon. Um, yeah, Amazon, eBay, anywhere. Just like scanner with, uh, I use a stand. Um, so it, it's just, it's literally just, um, on my desk, it's uh, not going to move. Like, I don't have to hold it. It's just, like, on yeah. its own stand. 
Um, yeah. So then I plug that into my computer. It's on, and then I just go in and scan all of them. And then that's kind of when I'll condition, or I'll condition while I prep. But like as I said, ninety nine percent of the time it's good. And then a couple of times I'll go acceptable. Um, so most of the times I'll kind of just write down a little note while I'm prepping if it's acceptable or not. Um, I meant, forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, but then I prep them all in, scan. And then what I would recommend is getting a, a label maker because you could either do it two ways where you can get uh, 30 ups, they're called labels. And basically it's just um, a sheet of labels. Uh, I think it's one and a half inches by two and five eighths inches. They're like little sticker labels. And there's just 30 of them on a page and you can just like stick them in a printer and then print mm-hmm. out labels that way. But as I it's super slow. And I was just like really frustrated with that. Um, so I got an actual label maker that prints those kind of labels like on a roll. Is it a Dymo? Uh, yeah, this is a Dymo. I had it in my house already. So I was lucky enough. Um, so I got that. Um, my dad just didn't use it and he just gave it to me. So it was super clutch. Uh, yeah, but then you just plug that into your computer and then it prints out the labels. Cause with, this is the same process with inventory labs, which is why it's nice. Um, so you can just print out the labels um, after they, after you scan them in and then you just plug it in and it prints out all the labels for you. Okay. Uh, and then you just put all those, um, stickers that they print out over the, um, barcodes cause you have to cover up the barcodes for Amazon. I do it, um, on the bag. I don't do it on the actual book itself. Uh, I haven't had any problems with it, so I think it's fine. Um, no, none of them have ever fell off the bag or anything. So I haven't had any problems luckily. Um, then I put all the stickers on them, cover them up, uh, submit the, what I have to Amazon. Like this is what I'm selling. Um, it creates shipments for me. I create the shipments and then, uh, you have to go through and do all the box contents. So then I'll kind of separate the books. Cause right now I just have them in a big stack and then yeah. like I'll have 30 cause you have to deal with split shipments, which yep. is a, which is a bummer for Amazon, yep. but it's just something everyone has to do. Um, yeah. So I'll kind of do like I'll split these 30 books are going over here and then like in another pile I'll do like these 40 books are going here and then you know so on and then I'll go through and enter all the box contents and then pack them up and then uh, can I, measure. Can I stop you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Am I going rambling? Um, I feel like I'm rambling. No, no, you're doing good. I just got to okay. stop you for this one. Um, so when you're uh, moving books to the individual like boxes, like how do you make yeah. that the most efficient? Because I feel like I'd me personally i'd be doing a lot of like oh shit where's this book where's this book where's this like okay or is yeah. it, okay, or is yeah, it pretty quick yeah um i would ha- i had that big problem there which is another reason i was struggling at first when i was doing the 30 up labels yeah. but now with inventory labs it's just organizing everything so what i do that was a great question by the way thank you for that um yeah so uh what you do is you have them already in the order so all the books are going to be in order by from when you scan them in. So like you scan in your first book and you put it off to the side. So you'll have the first book, um, then the second book stacked on top of it, third book, fourth book. Yeah. So yep. you'll know like that's the order that they got scanned in at. Oh, so, so the shipments you, don't just throw them around. They do. Okay. They do a little bit like you'll get like the fourth book goes into the first shipment and the first book goes into the second shipment. But you can kind of like filter through them a lot easier. If mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm not explaining this well, but no, they're cool. already in they're already in order, so you already know where they're at. So you can just like kind of pull them a lot easier, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like it does, but it also yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, okay. so they're, the they're already contents. in. Yeah, they're already in order. So you can yeah. kind of just pull the books in the order that they're at. It's, you kind of know where they're at. Um, yep, yep. So then you All enter, right, bo- back enter, to enter box contents. Okay. Um, pretty easy. Just a click of the button after you load them in um, to the to the boxes, so you know. If you have, I I'm usually able to fit forty five to fifty books in a box. Um, before I have to split the shipment because with Amazon you can't go over 50 pounds or else you have to split the shipment like that's their max weight that they allow you to send in 50 so, per box yeah, f- 50 per box yeah 50 pounds yeah. per box so that's usually around 45 to 50 sometimes a little over if they're like smaller lighter books um, but that's like the general uh, amount of books I would do so if you have a yeah. shipment that's like 70 80 books um Get the books in, enter the box contents for those books, get a second box, enter the box contents in for those books, and then you just uh, print out the shipping labels, put in the weight, the length, width, and height like you usually do for any shipment, and then it, uh, shipping's super cheap, by the way, too, so when you're factoring and shipping, it's usually around 30 to 40 for me, as what I've noticed, per pound, so it's, it's pretty cheap, 30 to 40 cents per pound. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like I just had a shipment that was 45 pounds and it only cost me like $8 and 75 cents. Cause it was local. Dude. It was cheap, but like, yeah, which is nuts, right? Eight bucks for like a 45 pound yeah. box. But like yeah. I averaged it out. Like I also had a shipment that was, I think 20 pounds. That was like, uh, I don't know, 18 bucks. So it's like, you have to average out all of them. And then it's yep. usually around 30 to 40 cents per pound. That's and that's kind of the shipment. You just pack them up, and then you just ship them out. Um, another thing, you, you're, you'll get a scanning label and an FBA label. Um, just for anyone listening, or you, for you as well, um, just make sure when you're doing the FBA label to not put it on the crease of the box. Keep it off like on the side of the box or on top, but just like so when they cut into the box, you're not cutting in that FBA label. Yep. That's just like yep. a little thing. Because then your shipment's lost, basically. They, they can't scan the things. And, yeah, just avoid putting it on the crease where they'll cut it, cut into the box. Do that no matter, like, like even if you're yeah, reselling anything, anything you yeah, know, never put that. a label over there. Yeah, for some people sure. do. Like, sometimes you have to when it's, like, a small box, but... Oh, I bend yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. If it's a small I, one, I wrap yeah, it around or something. Usually, usually I'll just um, make the size, like, 30% smaller on uh-huh. the little app. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole shipment process. I was, feel like I explained that, that wordy, but good. yeah, that was good. hopefully that hopefully that was able to help. That's kind of how I do it. Um, would definitely recommend a Dymo label that prints out the little small shipping labels. Yeah. Um, that speeds up the process huge. Uh, Inventory Labs obviously will help you out a lot, but that you can kind of just feel it out. You can do it through Amazon to begin with, and then see if. You like even want to even if you want to start doing it and then start investing in all this other stuff, but investing in the Dymo and inventory labs will just help you um, increase your volume of books you're able to send out because you're able to do it quicker, so you can go buy more books and then send more books out. That was the most value-packed podcast I think I've ever done. (laughs) Let's hope so. Do you have any other questions? Nah. Oh, another. Okay, I I have a question for me. Um, and yeah. a lot of people ask, um, just in general, like when I say, oh, I sell books, they're like, oh, well, what kind of books? That's a huge question. People always ask, like, what kind of books do you sell? And I say any kind of book, literally any book will sell. Um, 
fiction, nonfiction, religion, sports, self-help, Cookbooks. all of those books. Like I scan all the books in the store, except there's only two categories that I typically won't scan, um, which is the little small. You'll notice when you're in stores, like they have really small um, books. They're like uh, small paperback fiction books. Yep. Um, they're usually just not in good condition and they're just small. And I usually won't scan them unless if it's like the only thing they have, but if they have a bunch of other sections, I'll avoid that one. And then hardback fictions, um, typically I don't have a lot of success with, um, just because a lot of those books only sell for like eight or nine bucks. Um, but they're heavy. So the fees are higher and the shipping cost is higher. So those are typically so the only two. From- you know, Hardback no, no, fiction? Not necessarily stay away, but those would be the last I scan. I'll usually okay. scan um, all the other sections first. But all the sections usually will have some sort of profitable books, but the ones I go last are those two. Because I want to just say, like, any kind of book you can potentially sell. Like, a lot of religion books sell well. Like, there's so many categories that sell well, but those are the two that I kind of go last on the list. But any other section would do, usually do pretty well. Do you have a Velcro for your phone or something for the I scanner? <laughs> I, I use a Wii strap, the Wii remote strap. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to do, man. No <laughs> yeah. lie. Yeah, I, it just works. I like it. I don't know. I'm just weird. So I use the yeah. Wii remote scanner. And then I saw your Instagram video. You set the your phone up on, oh, yeah. on the bookshelf, like right eye level. Yeah, you can, you can either do that way. Um, the reason I do that is because... When you do like one-handed scanning for so long, first of all, sometimes it's hard to reach the books. Like I'm, I'm kind of a short dude, so the tall sections, I can't one-hand scan all the way up there. Um, so I'll just place the phone on the bookshelf itself, and then just um, scan, have the scanner in my hand and no phone. And then, but like sometimes on the lower sections, I'll actually put my phone in my hand and then have the scanner behind it, and scan that way. So it just kind of depends on what you feel. And sometimes after a while, if you're using it with your phone in your hand, like your wrist kind of hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like doing it that way. But either way, it works. I mix it up. Fuck yeah. But, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> this is, dude, I actually wrote down like a, like two full pages yeah? of what you're oh, cool. saying. Like, well, you, you could, you could uh, re- re-listen to it for sure. Want. And yeah. if anyone ever has any questions, please DM me. I love helping people out. Shout out your handle. Spell it. Oh, flipping it. Just flipping it underscore. I, I just love answering any questions you may have. I love helping out people. And this dude's got some good ass fucking videos. Like you guys actually need to watch them. Like his videos are actually like full of value. It's not just like showing like sales going out or this kind of stuff. It's actually like stuff you will need to know. And even if you aren't doing it now, you will look back on like some of these videos and you'll be like, oh, I remember when he made that. Now I know how to do this. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, and right now I'm honestly I'm just focusing on sales rather than content, but I'll be back on that content grind mm-hmm. shortly. So I'm, I'm trying to get my sales up and uh, work on. Are you that. doing strictly books right now, like full full fledged books? Like you're um, usually so like f- for like ninety percent books, but I, as I said, I garage sale a lot, um, and I'll find like electronics or anything there. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm in like a thrift store with scanning books. Oh, another thing I'll, I'll ask myself after this. But yeah, 90% of books, 90% books. But then I, I've, I've been focusing on a lot of other things too. 
I, I just sell whatever I can find at thrift stores and garages yep. too. But yep. another thing that would help out people a lot, um, I'll ask myself this question, is uh, where can you find books? That's a big thing. Uh, if you want to get that information, a big place that I uh, usually have a lot of success with is just the library's bookstores. Um, not necessarily a book sale, but the actual bookstore itself um, usually have bunch of books obviously because they're a library that they're selling you can usually get like a bunch of books from there i had a lot of success today um that's a huge place thrift stores another big place you can go to get books um they have actual book sales well they'll like discount the books a lot um but with book sales i'd be cautious because um there's a lot of competition there and it's kind of just i don't have as much success as bookstores just based on the competition itself um but that's another place garage sales you can go to how do you find the bookstores um do you okay, yeah. look yeah, up yeah, on the internet good question um they have an, a website it's called booksalefinder.com uh if you want to booksalefinder.com you can filter it out by your state that you live in your city and you can literally go anywhere another thing is just look up libraries near you and then give them a call like hey do you have a bookstore no hey do you have a bookstore yes cool Hey, do you have a bookstore? Yes. And then just start going to all the bookstores. Um, around me, it's called Friends of the Library. I don't I don't know about anywhere else, but those usually always have bookstores. That, that's like what the company is, Friends of the Library and then the city. So yep. if you have any around, the, uh, you around there, check out Friends of the Library. Um, that's kind of everywhere I go. Usually bookstores and thrift stores are my main um, source of books. Love it. I'm trying to think of anything else that might help. Damn, bro, nope. your phone's ringing again. You I got know. the money coming in. No, it's my home phone. It's just spam spam calls. I'm sorry. Oh, I you still got a home phone? Shoot. Yeah, I know, right? It's not, I never use it. I don't answer my home phone ever, but yeah, it rings. That's crazy. I'm sorry, guys. You have to hear that, but anything right, else yeah, you want me to? Wrap... Nah, I think we should just wrap this up. You know, I was, right. that was really good. This is going to be the best podcast I've made so far, <laughs> um, for sure. And, oh, you know, glad to be I'm a part actually... of that. For sure, you 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 did it today, man. You did very <laughs> good. Um, you helped me a lot because these are all questions that I have had for a while, and I'm well, going to start. I think maybe in the next few days or next week. You should start um, now, dude. I got <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, just start start as soon as you can. It, for sure. Just start just getting your first shipment because my first shipment was. Like it, it took me, I think, two days to get my whole entire first shipment done, or like three days. It's like it's just taking time. So once you start the process, it you just start the process and you'll get faster and faster. So like oh, starting yeah. is the hardest part for anything. Just start, just start. You're gonna make mistakes. You're probably gonna lose a little bit of money. Learn from the mistakes and just keep moving forward. And it's only a couple hundred bucks if that. To it, get if that, guys. not oh, even that. Man, I, let's I honestly. Go. I honestly probably only lost maybe like a hundred bucks with all my mistakes I made. Maybe, right. maybe more. I don't Easy. know, but that's what it feels like. So it's like, it's like the cost of entry is like so low, low risk. Books are super cheap. You're not going to be missing out on anything because you're buying books. Another thing that I'll mention, might as well mention, um, buying books, uh, the pricing that I kind of shoot for is if you can find books like 25 cents for paperbacks and like a dollar for hardcover, like that's pretty well priced. Sometimes they'll go like two dollars for hardbacks and a dollar for paperbacks. Like those are still okay, but anything above two bucks, 
it's usually kind of overpriced and you'll typically not find profit because the fees and all that stuff with Amazon um, kind of based on that. And then fees are, are kind of the only thing you're dealing with based on profit because they are hefty, but you can work around them and find the good books. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah. Thank, hey, I appreciate you hopping on, man, and spitting all love this it. value. Of course, Let's get man. back to uh, doing all the books and shit. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, just got a big weekend coming up. Garage sales. Let's get it, everybody. You know? Hell yeah. Are you garage it's... selling yet or not yet? It's still cold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had Your a garage few sale? garage sales. I picked up cool. like a, um, I only went to like two or three because I was out of Ooh. town that weekend, but okay. I, I was able to swing by. Yeah. But, yeah. Garage sales are huge. I'm glad to hear you at garage sale season. For sure. It's We're in at... full force. Yeah.